intro hey guys um welcome to all good magic uh disney news opinion podcast i'm jordan i'm just doing a quick check-in with you guys um we never really properly introduced this episode we didn't really properly close it out either courtney went to the bathroom in the middle of it uh she really had to go a lot and deal with some cat issues her cat's fine by the way kitty prairie she's a little stinker sometimes but she's she's really cute uh, but, uh, we are going to be talking about movies in this episode, uh, specifically Beauty and the Beast for a very long time. So if you haven't seen that, which this, we recorded this like literally middle of March, to be honest, right after it came out, half of it, I wanted to wait until some more people have seen it. Um, half of it, I, a million excuses. I sound like, I'll probably just sound like a broken record, like a, any, content creator on the internet that's like sorry I haven't made anything in a while (laughs) but uh yeah uh hopefully you enjoy this episode if you don't want to hear anything about Beauty and the Beast uh probably just like skip to the end or not listen or I don't know what to tell you but I told you so Mm, hopefully we have some more episodes up every week though I'm gonna really work on that you can follow us anywhere you get your podcast SoundCloud iTunes Google Music Podcasts whatever they have that's there follow us on twitter all in good magic um made a facebook for i don't know why i'm probably gonna reuse it or just on tumblr.com at all in good magic really appreciate all the feedback we've gotten just the small feedback we have has really touched our hearts and lifted our spirits just to know that a few people like the show because we make the show because we enjoy it and so without further ado i hope you enjoy this episode and i'll talk to you guys later have a magical week It's us, back from the dead, all in good magic, your number one source for all the Disney information. I'm your DJ, (laughs) Jordan. I'm the Enchantress Eduardo. Um, Courtney. (laughs) So solemn. (laughs) You know, we've been like trying to record, but shit happens. I don't have a voice. Also I got wings one time. You got wings and they forgot your <laughs> they forgot your your fries that you they bought. They forgot to put my fries. All right, Buffalo Wild Wings. And let me tell you that when I came back for those fries, it was much smaller than I anticipated. Damn, it wasn't even oh, worth it. Oh, I'm sorry. How much did you pay for them? Like it wasn't bad. I paid like ten bucks for that meal. It was nothing. Wing it was worth Tuesday. It. Although yeah. I will say, I feel like there are better wings out there than Buffalo. <gasps> but that's so cheap. Wing Tuesday, they're like half off. Yeah, I yeah, mean, that's it's bottomless it. wings at Gators. You guys haven't had Gators. We don't I don't have know what Gators. Gators is, Eduardo. You can't even talk Gators to us about Dockside Gators. Dockside has the best wing. Scooter wings? Ugh. What the fuck's a Gator? I don't even know what that is. It's like a land dog that lives in a swamp, and you can't pet it because it could eat you. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mama, another Gator in the house. Another Gator? gator. <laughs> Give me that shovel. Give me that shovel. <laughs> Get it, Mama. Get that gator. <laughs> um, yeah, so. That's a typical Tuesday here. Uh, I um, have been dying because I guess my gallbladder is bad. So I'll keep you updated on that. She's going to put it in a jar. My... Oh, 
I do actually you keep it. Yeah, I actually do. That's oh, so that's cool. Weird. Please get it and bring it to work and show everyone. I'll just leave it oh, um, for everyone to see. Um, so we'll all sign the jar and be like, "We're so glad that you're better." So subscribe if you want to hear about my gallbladder. Thanks. Leave a <laughs> leave a leave a review on iTunes. <laughs> ten out of ten would recommend gallbladder removal. I will maybe I'll I'll do a podcast episode when I'm hyped up on drugs. Who knows? That'd be fun. I'll just call in. You guys can just do an episode. I'll just call in. Be like, hey guys, I feel like I'm dying. They pumped me full of gas. <laughs> oh yeah. You gotta fart it all out. Oh, that's gonna be. I awesome. guess you have so much gas in your body that your shoulder hurts when they do it. Really? Your shoulder yeah. hurt? Yeah, you have such bad gas pains. You can feel it in like your shoulder blade. What? Like, yeah. Are you sure? Cause, yeah. Like, I had a colonoscopy and it just made me fart a lot. No, they like hella pump your stomach with gas to the point where people are like, and the like doctor is telling me that you should bring pants like three sizes too big just so you can wear pants home. That's cool. Yeah. That's dope. Well, that's just me. I was just like, and I had a science infection, lost my voice, so we couldn't record. <laughs> But what's going on? What's going on with you, Corn Dog? How's life? Oh, you know it's going great. I just took Snapchat. That's You're what that so was. Fun. She's so social. <laughs> Eduardo mm-hmm. got a switch. That was cool. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. He just muscles wild all day. No big deal or anything. All about love it. it. I've been loving that thing, dude. The only thing that I will say is that I do want more games, but obviously that's gonna come later. Gonna have to wait. I wouldn't know. I don't. Yeah. I don't have a. Switch. But I love it. If you guys have a switch out there, add me. Yeah. Courtney my... got a switch too. I I got a switch. I sent her my 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 friend in phone. And every time I asked for her, every time I asked for her friend code, she would send me some rando. I, I'm guessing she just went through like the Twitter hashtag, like friend requests on Switch or something. She would just send me random people, dude. So every time I thought I was adding Courtney, I was adding some random stranger. So I gave up. Courtney, I just feel like this is a great, great time. I feel like it is too. Great time on air to tell Eduardo. <laughs> she doesn't have a Switch. Yep. <laughs> I never had one. Nope. I don't so know what Zelda that? is. I don't know. Was that Ricardo's? Yeah. The last two weeks, we convinced Eduardo that Courtney got a switch, and every time he'd ask for her friend code, she just, yeah, she just sent a random one, and it was really mm-hmm. funny. Great. So that was Ricardo's and Valerie's? Yeah. Yeah. That's good because I was like, oh my God, they gave her a switch and she was so chill about it. Uh, I was like, I would have been like, I cannot accept it. like, yeah, I just got a switch. And Shane wanted to be your friend. Was his name Shane? His name was Shane. <laughs> and he wanted to be your friend, but you said no. I didn't want that. That hurt Shane's Shane. feelings. Yeah. I don't know Shane. I don't know any of them. Shane knows you and he wants to. Oh man, that means you none to get of my to friends. And then you guys have a switch. Yeah, I mm-hmm. almost had a switch. Yeah, but you gave it away, Jordan. You quit. Gave it to her brother. I sold it for like seventy dollars more than it was worth to my brother. You sold it to your brother. (laughs) I didn't know you did that, Jordan. (laughs) Yeah, you made it sound like you just gave him your (laughs) pre-order. No, he bought it for me. I wouldn't just give it to him. Um, well, he bought it from you for more than what you paid, right? Yeah, more than what it's worth. Like I thought you gave him like I thought you like 
you made him pay the pay, like a pre-order and you just gave it to him. I didn't know that you were just like also seventy dollars. I didn't know that either. I know uh, he, he. She did. had to capitalize on that. No, so. she did. No, he did that. He's the one that decided to pay him extra for it. But he also wanted me like. He super wanted me to send it overnight. Like, he was like, no, okay, you said yes. Okay, go to the store and buy it, get it right now and send it to me today. And I want it tomorrow. Damn. And he, like, sent me, like, 30 extra dollars to cover shipping just in case so I could overnight Damn, it. Damn, he really <clears throat> wanted that. Yeah. But my mom was in town, surprise. And so she was like, I'll just cover shipping. And it only ended up being, like, $12. So I was like, just, so you got <laughs> just keep the rest of that. Well, and then I forgot that, uh, you know, because I paid, like, the $30 down to pre-order it from Walmart for, like, layaway. So I got the $30 from that, too. So I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it was, like, a sweet deal. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, all right. <laughs> Jordan came on top swinging. Well, like, I have to pay for all this stupid medical shit right now, so as much as I want to switch into Play Zelda, I gotta wait. Oh, we should probably talk about Beauty and the Beast. Um, I think, um... <laughs> Do it. Yeah, show me the beast. But the prince was selfish and cruel. How cruel. <laughs> so rude. Like, he would, like, have a party, and then he wouldn't yeah. invite you to the party. And if you were invited to the party, you know, you were only there because you wanted to hit it. So, like. Yeah, you, I go to you... the party all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I hit that. I go to the party all the time. I go to the party. You don't go to the party. (laughs) That's what the young prince sounds like. (gasps) That's who he's like. (laughs) (laughs) The young prince is Draco Malfoy. There's a scene where we see the beast or the prince, whatever you prefer to call him. Seeing as a little boy. But yeah, so I laughed at that, and that was, I guess, inappropriate. But um... Why did you laugh? Because <laughs> it was so funny! She was, like, the only one, like, cracking up, and it's, like, this, it's, like a, it's a sad part. This child is sitting at his mother's deathbed. He looks like a little Napoleon, but, but a party. <laughs> yeah, so I guess like... <laughs> when Jordan saw he that, died. she was just like... <laughs> <laughs> of Courtney eating a corn dog shows up. <laughs> I love it. You guys, we went we went and saw Beauty and the Beast. The live action movie we've been talking about for the last four years. We finally saw it. Since our first episode. That was like our first like big news story. We like covered every trailer, every release, every promotion, still, song. And now we finally saw it in its entirety. And we have thoughts. Opening up with Courtney. My thoughts. I liked it. I loved it. I have my doubts. I don't think I loved it. Really? I really liked it. You've only seen it once. (laughs) Oh. You know what she said to me in the car today? She said we were listening to Evermore, but I love that. She's like, I do love that part. I'll go see it again just so I can watch this. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up! I really like that part. No, I don't blame you. It's very you. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Um, I don't the CGI effects for the Beast actually didn't bother me at all watching it. Really? I don't think they were. 
yeah, it, it no, wasn't I bad. Think wrong. I think in the movie they totally were fine. Yeah, yeah it was fine. It was awful. No, it was okay. So, it was yeah. just still the singing Emma Watson's auto-tuned voice actually, still bothered me. I think her me. voice was good. I, think her voice I mean, was it's good. good, but you could totally tell. I mean, as compared to like Luke Evans and Josh Gad who were singing because really? they, they can sing. I loved um, the Gaston musical number. Oh, that was epic. It was, that so, was so good. good. Like the stomping, the choreography, the way he lifts both of them up and oh, the, like titular. Had me die and the lady next to me like looked over at me and I'm like, bitch, it's funny. Bitch, it's funny. I loved it, dude. Yeah. It's a, I loved it. Josh it's a Gad killed that time. scene. Luke Evans killed that scene. I love what they did to LeFou's character. If you haven't been following it. He was so improved from the animated they, one. Like, it's night yeah. and day. There has been a lot of controversy because Disney, and I think, didn't we talk about it last episode? Disney announced that LeFou was going was, to be... He was a gay. He's going to be gay. And I didn't really think that they were going to do too much. They were just going to slightly allude to it, you know? They did more than I was expecting, but it still wasn't like, hi, I'm gay, you know? I mean, it's pretty It's pretty clear he's gay, though. Right, right. I feel. Which, I mean, yeah. but still, it wasn't like, I don't know. But I, true, 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 true. But they made him, like, aware and, like, knowledgeable that Gaston is awful, but he was so funny. Yeah, in the mob song, there's a line where he's like, I really don't know if I, he goes, what does he say? There's a beast... Running wild, there's no question, but I fear the wrong monster's release. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Gaston's a bad person. I'm mad. I had to go pee in that part. I missed that whole scene. Oh, Oh, man. Speaking of having to go pee, dude, I drank a large Sprite in this movie. And at the beginning of the movie, I was like, I'll be fine. And then, like, (laughs) right uh, right around something there, I think it was. Whichever one. No, no, no. Before Days in the Sun, I was like, I have to pee. So bad. And I didn't want to miss anything, so I was like, I'm just going to wait it out. When I tell you I peed for a solid six minutes in that bathroom, just <laughs> constant stream. No interruption. Just Ugh. going. Just, are, just, that's always the greatest. I was just like, what is happening here? What's going on? But man, I ran out. Of, my brother's like, are you going to listen to Ariana Grande singing? I was like, I have to go. I have and to I go left. right now. My mom says I have to go home. <laughs> I loved it. I cried. I laughed. I hate the beast the way he looks. He looks it choppy and ill animated, but you know, that's just my I disagree. I, I disagree. Well in the movie. Mm-hmm. I think there was a lot of and I'm seeing this a lot everywhere. Everyone's saying like it feels like an old Hollywood musical. I didn't get the old Hollywood musical feel. I like get it like I felt I got sound of music vibes. Really? I got Phantom of the Opera vibes. I got Phantom of the Opera vibes. Like too. hella Phantom of the Opera. No, when she's when she's in town and the flowers start swirling around her, she's singing about that line about um he won't discover she won't discover him till chapter three. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. And right. then when she goes on the hill and she's singing, I want adventure in the great wide sound of music. Like, yeah, big yeah. time. Mm-hmm. And like to me, I don't know. I just can't remember the last. Everyone's like, "Oh, La La Land's a return to golden musicals." La La Land had uh, four damn songs. Damn it, my cat puked La La on the couch. Four. Are you oh, kidding? No. <laughs> Kitty uh, my roommate just texted me, and Kitty Perry puked on the couch. Tell her you're working on your podcast career, uh, so you can't clean it up. They added a lot of depth to the relationships mm-hmm. and to the backstory without, like, 
dragging it out in my opinion or like kind of shoving the emotion in your face like I really like the way they did it it felt yeah. natural and it felt effortless they just fleshed it all out man they and... the I, I, I feel like their love in this one feels a, a lot better because they have more dialogue like it doesn't just go from the wolf scene to something there to now they're in love it's like they have some moments in between where they really talk to each other and kind of come to understand each other's point of view in a lot of different ways yeah like with the whole parents thing which i like that they did daddy issues daddy issues mom died her mom has been she died when she was like a baby so they they're both kind of outcasts of their own social right and they even have that conversation what i really liked too is that like how they didn't shove it in your face is in um like you you get the classic scene of the beast like scratching out tearing clawing up his portrait but then you see when bell goes into his to the west wing into his room you see this portrait um and it's of his family of him as a young boy with his mom and his dad and his mom is perfectly untouched but his face as a young boy and the dad are all clawed out which is like your first hint of wait a minute um, I think he doesn't like his papa. I think that man is a bad man. I also, if I, if I have to critique this movie, I don't like the way that Emma Watson said papa. I love that. I love that. And then I didn't have a line where she, that. That's there weird. There was a line where she said mama, and I was like, get the hell out of my castle, <laughs> mama. I liked it. You never told me about mama. 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 Daddy. Mama. Oh, speaking of songs, what was your favorite new original song, guys? Mine is I I talked about to about this to Hers you. Hers is the bad choice. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> First of all, let me defend my choice really quick. My choice is the repri- reprise of How Does a Moment Last Forever. It's only technically like a minute and a half long song, maybe like a minute if you get And the of action. that minute, she only sings 30 seconds. And you know what? I love it though because the reprise is Belle and through the power of a magical book that the Beast has which they also did not make clear at all on how that worked yeah we were discussing this because the Beast pulls out a book and he's like this I guess I should look up the actual dialogue. Maybe that will add some clarity. But he's like, "Open your mind's eye, and anywhere and you want to be, this book will take you it. to anywhere you want to be." And he's like, like, "It was the cruelest gift the enchantress left me because but he did say the world would never accept a creature like me." So I guess he couldn't use the book. I don't know. The rules really weren't clear at all. But I really love this song. It's so small, but I think it adds a lot of weight to relationship-wise as far as Belle and her dad and Belle and the Beast. Uh, but they end up going to the Paris of her childhood. Well, she takes it to the the apartment. Which is a little windmill that you kind of see as a little toy thing uh, Maurice works on in the beginning. And it's so beautiful. It brings the Beast and Belle together because they both have a dead parent, uh, which is sad. And she also, the one thing instead of Maurice being a bumbling idiot is that he he isn't he did he never told Belle how his mother had passed. So, work of the Beast and the Bell they figure out from the apartment. It's it's abandoned though. Uh, it's it was the plague that got her uh, mother, and his father had to make the decision to leave or to basically die. 
after the mother's begging to raise the child. And I just think it was really beautiful. Can you sing a bar for us? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, people have to pay thousands of dollars to hear this voice. And, um... Courtney, what was your new favorite original song? I already told you. Have a more. Her favorite song is Evermore. Yeah. It's a very Phantom S song, and Courtney's all about that Phantom. I'm all about that Phantom. But I really like that song because it's it's saying in the moment the song's about when Belle leaves, but when he lets her go, you know, let's let's Wasn't set it sus- Courtney's turn. You know, Courtney, yeah, you talk about this. <laughs> Why am I talking about it? I love that. No, dress. Jordan, what were you gonna say? Gosh. I just love that she's like, I really like <laughs> I do she really that like her song. No, I that song still stands why I'm, that's my favorite song, but I also enjoy Evermore. Evermore and this is very like almost uplifting, like in a way. It's like very grand. Well, it helped build the relationship and yeah. the feeling, I feel well, like I like that it it, it the main message of Evermore is even though she's gone, the change that she inspired in me isn't going to go because she's gone. Like you were talking about how in the cartoon, like for me, like I didn't really feel like that connection between the two characters, I guess in a way. And I felt like this kind of built that for me. I don't know. Eduardo but I really liked it. Well, Eduardo, what was your favorite original song? I love Days in the Sun. Days in the song. It's my favorite because of um, when I just I don't know. I think it's such a good thing because it gives you perspective of the servants, but it's not like human again where they're like, right. "Fuck yeah, we're gonna be people." Like it's like, yeah, they're like yeah. they're gonna bomb. We're gonna be great. Like they're happy in that one. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, they're spots. all like they like in, in human again. They're all like, "It's happening." And, but in like in Days of the Sun, it's more like it's very sad. It's and like you get you get backstory. Um, yeah, it's sad. Like Cadanza sings about wishing that he could hear his because him and the wardrobe have been separated because they literally can't move that much. And I love Lumiere and um, what's her name? Plumet or no, 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 is that her name? Yeah, that's yeah. her name. Yeah, Plumet. I love them singing to each other. Will I never be able to hold you in my arms again? I love that. I love. Oh, and then of course the reason why that song really gets me. Is because Audra McDonald slays in it. Mm-hmm. Ugh. When she starts singing about, like, uh, I think she says that she's singing about her sadness from the spell, but she's doing her, like, operatic. She is the murdering, um, what, what do you She call? was not murdering in this movie, though. What, what is, I, hope, what is I hope the wardrobe fucking M annihilates wardrobe. that dude. And she didn't and do it. She did not come through. She, she came through with a better line. Mama's pretty girl. She is in love with Stanley Tucci's character, Cadenza, which is the um, piano. And then they have a cute dog, which is the little, like, footrest. But I just love oh, that. That's her dog. I just love that they made that. Like, But the servant parts, I know we should probably move on because it's, like, time, but, like, the servant parts, I really want to talk about that because that really That changed. part got me. These... <gasps> Are you talking about at the end when they started turning into objects? Yes. That was the oh, so man. sad. Like, that, like, that I didn't cry in this movie, scene. but damn, like. That was a long scene. I, I was getting right there. there. When Mrs. Potts is like, chip, chip, and then she Ooh. just turns into a thing. I'm like, no. No. And then, they... like, Lumiere talks. And then before the Chip can shatter, they catch him. Oh, that little hand! Oh, I love that guy. He never like yeah. he never spoke as a person, but the the what is that a, a waistcoat thing? 
the coat rack? Coat coat hanger, yes. <laughs> the one... <laughs> waistcoat thing. <laughs> the waistcoat. Yep. That was yeah. your soul leaving your body. Great. He, he was. was so cool. He um, saved Chip from dying. Yeah, so at the yeah. end when, you know, in the classic movie, like, just the same, the beast is presumed dead, the last petal falls, the servants, as they tell Belle earlier, when she asks them about, and it's so great because she actually asks them about the curse. Like, she's not stupid. And she's she does like, feel bad. She's like, I want to help you solve it. And Mrs. Potts is like, that's not your problem to worry about, bitch, which I also liked. Don't worry, you're going to bone soon. It's cool. She was like, don't fucking worry. But the end, you know, she's like, you know, the last petal falls. He's by himself. He's a beast permanently. And we turn into inanimate objects. And it's like awful. But it has this last scene. But also, if I could just backpedal back to the days in our, days, days in our sun. Yep. <laughs> Coming to ABC. The newest daytime soap opera. Um, no, uh. They actually explain that another difference in the new movie, how they brought, you know, more depth and more humanization. I don't know. Like, they, layers. Onions have layers. Um, <laughs> they, uh, you learn that the Beast's uh, mother had died and his awful abusive father had ended up raising him and twisting him. So Bella is asking the servants, like, why are you why do you know why are you why do you serve him why are you here like why do you feel bad for him you know like that you don't deserve this you're good people you didn't do anything is what she says and mrs potts is like you're right we didn't do anything we let we let that poor young boy get twisted by his cruel father you're right we didn't do anything and that just and that doesn't just fucking break your heart i'm sorry it was very it, it made it good because then it's like okay there's there's a reason why everyone got cursed they needed it, to learn a lesson oh on our last just to kind of wrap up beauty and the beast uh eduardo fucking called it in our very first episode of all in good magic our you know one of our first and best jokes is that eduardo made a joke about <gasps> oh my god it was real Le, uh, le monsieur sh- le shit and monsieur uh, le shit and uh the talk the toilet the toilet in the castle and uh uh who was it that gave that interview was it the director bill condon bill, yeah, condon, bill condon said condon. that they have these scenes that they shot from like the mob scene where the villagers are fighting the servants and there is a mo- and he literally calls it monsieur mon- le, le toilet <laughs> the toilet, and I'm just saying, like we fucking called it, and he probably listens to our podcast. <laughs> uh, most likely, dude. Even though that movie was shot way before we filmed our first episode. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying that was really funny. Next up on the docket is Coco. Coco. Speaking of being famous, Eduardo, I guess you can't do the podcast anymore because you like. I don't know if I can like even do this without paying an appearance fee anymore. Because the director of Coco totally retweeted Eduardo on Twitter. I'm just saying that my rise to fame in the Pixar is pretty crazy. Um, I'm loving my new job here. They have a cereal bar. Every Tuesday, John Lasseter buys me tacos. It's crazy. That's really great. I'm really proud of you. My life is great. It's like way better than anything you could ever imagine. So Courtney's in the bathroom break. It's it's cool. She's out of toilet paper. Breaking news. <laughs> Courtney's out of toilet paper. 
and and her cat just threw up on the couch. So she's having a good. She's a mess. Oh no! Did you watch the Coco teaser trailer? I haven't watched it yet. Should I should I watch it right now? Yeah, do it. Uh huh. I'm watching the tra- the trailer. Wow, that's a beautiful guitar. I know. I drew a horrible drawing. <laughs> yeah, and the director of it tweeted you. Oh man, it's not even straight. It's like lopsided. I like that he has what are you doing? Watching the Coco trailer. Oh yeah. Please don't watch that. You have it? No, I said I can't believe you haven't watched it. This is beautiful. Is that her dead? Is that his dead dog? No, Dante's alive. How did this dog follow him into the land of the dead? I'm gonna, oh, maybe the dog did that actually. That's a good point. But then, if Dante was dead, wouldn't he be skeleton? I don't know. Cause... Maybe he just followed him so he could have like some living companion with him or something. That's true. Well, in, Instead I'm, of him think, being all by himself. Well, no, the type of dog that he is, I think, in um, certain beliefs in Mexico, there. Uh, I can't pronounce the name of the dog. It's it's something. It's a Mayan name. It's the type of dog is related to the land of the dead in some sort oh. of mythos. So the, everything here is meticulously picked. They did their research on this movie. It clearly shows and from everything. Like the character that the this guy singing on the TV. Like I said, he's based on a famous Mexican performer who very much. If you look at all the comments and like the YouTube and stuff like that of like um, the Spanish version of the trailer, everyone's like, "Is that Pedro Infante? Like, what the hell?" Like everyone's freaking out. Oh, the, his name Dante is also a play because Dante's um Inferno. Dante is led down to the underworld. So that's another little fun pun. I like that people are like, this is a ripoff of Book of Life. And like, oh, oh my god. Everyone's the discourse like, on this movie has been enough to give me a stroke. But there's like a lot of movies about other holidays and we don't call those ripoffs. So I don't understand. Fun fact. Uh, the other director, Adrian Molina, is Mexican. And I, if I read correctly, I think I read somewhere, he's now Pixar's first openly gay director. That's awesome. Oh, wow. Are you kidding? Oh, that's good if it was just now. What are you using, Eduardo? Oh. You have a fucking technology ghost. Well, at least we can still hear you. At oh least, Jesus! At least I'm safe inside my mind. <laughs> at least at I'm least safe I'm inside, safe my, inside mind. my mind. Special. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm surprised my computer hasn't gotten to that point. There's something wrong with it. It's all these illegal downloads. You should not be stupid. <laughs> I love it. I'm sorry. Everyone oh, okay, freaking so does it. Oh, my heck. Actually, I don't know if it's still been recording or if it just, like, missed that minute that I was talking. Where did I leave off? It continued the recording, so I don't need to save and send you another one, so cool. it's good. I'm closing all the other programs on my laptop right now so I can run at optimum performance. Because apparently Audacity just fucks the CPU up. It just fucks a girl up, if you know what I mean. Mm, nope. Please do not do that in my ears. All right. Where were we?
we? We were talking about the Coco trailer. Oh, really the, di- the discourse on Tumblr. Oh, oh, Adrian Molina. He's Pixar's first gay director. Damn, that's tight as hell. When does Coco... And I think he would be the first Latin director. So Coco is going to be opening November 22nd. So it's going to be our yes. Thanksgiving release. Yes. I think oh. it's going to do really well. I mean, it's after... That's a great time for releases because that's the holiday season. So hopefully it kills I think it. it's going to kill it. I really hope it does. I think it is. I, so. I know I'm, that I'm going to freaking ball my eyes out. I can already feel it. We have a f- we have um, a yeah. thing we do every year called Friendsgiving, and we have like, you know, have a meal. No one's ever done that. Really, no one ever. We're the first. I've never heard of a Friendsgiving. Really, we have this little thing, and you probably <laughs> never heard of it. <laughs> our, our Friendsgiving. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Our Friendsgiving is that, you know, we have dinner or whatever with each other, but then we go and see the Pixar movie. Everything's... Okay, that's And we cute. go Black Friday shopping, so... Courtney went to Disneyland last um, Thanksgiving, but we still... Hell yeah, I did. Right. It was awesome. I remember that. We worked around yeah. it. We just celebrated it the Monday when she came back, so... Well, I know my family's excited for this movie. My dad especially. He loves it when Latin culture's in, like, the prime time of anything, so he's super hyped Well, for even this. the Book of Life director is super excited for it, so, I mean... Yeah, that's another man who retweeted a story of mine. Oh, yeah, he did retweet. You're just so famous. You know what? <laughs> if you put yourself out there, you too can get unnoticed. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, um, The Last Jedi. Courtney, you want to take this? You This is like your corner. This is Courtney's corner. Oh, The Last Jedi. I'm, oh. Get some deets. You want some beats? Oh, yeah. So was it the shareholders? Is it the shareholders that got to watch it? Yeah. The first so yeah, many minutes? I don't like that. I mentioned that to Jordan. I thought that was some fookery. Well, I guess a couple a couple weeks. I don't know Because it long. spoils it. It didn't spoil it. I mean. It spoils it. If we got to see it, it wouldn't be as Because, like, if someone. Here's what's lame. If someone's telling me about a scene in full detail and I can't watch it. That sucks. Okay. That's boo. Yeah, but it wasn't like a scene scene. It was like a like just a short clip. Dude, like, like all it was was I don't, I don't they like did it get in a the one reel scene. Too, yeah. Ooh, say sizzle again. Sizzle. <laughs> <laughs> what does he say? Mufasa. Ooh. Ooh, say it again. <laughs> Mufasa. Okay. <laughs> in the Last Jedi, it starts off. Spoiler. It's- oh. This wasn't even a spoiler. I heard Luke Skywalker shoves a lightsaber up his ass. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Zag on us real hard <laughs> there. Using only the force. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this. <sighs> yep. Please make a parody of it and do it's that. It's done. It's no, please. Called, please do that. It's called porno. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's a porn parody. <laughs> But what happens in the scene that they show the shareholders? That's what I want to know. Oh, it's got a couple scenes here. Um, first scene we saw, or they saw, <gasps> which I think they could have showed us because it's super short. But all it is nah, is... Nah, they're waiting on that good, good I know. teaser trailer. I'm going to wait for that Star Wars celebration next month. That should already be out. Oh, that is going to come out next month. That, right. you know, you everyone knows what's going to happen. You know that's month. in Orlando? Yes, and you should go to it, Eduardo. I'm considering. Uh, please go. 
I don't know why you wouldn't weirdly. even like why that's I just it's yeah, there I think I'm gonna go. in your backyard and go. Yeah. It's me, Eduardo, reporting on the ground zero. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad term I use. Problematic. Call out post for Edward. I already got fired. That's <laughs> your first date. <laughs> it goes straight to black, dude. I got pushed off air. <laughs> okay, I'll be Ray. Eduardo, you be Luke. Okay. Okay. Me. Shows you lightsaber. Who are you? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. Why does he say who are you? He's so extra. <laughs> <laughs> like you have the fucking force. You've been waiting for this child for how fucking long and you're going to say who the fuck are you? Really? Yeah. Well, maybe he really does have no idea. Like what if like all these theories that we've been coming up with turn out to not be true? I just like that video I sent you where he's like, I'm your father. And she's like, oh, no, I think I hate you the now. Best, <laughs> best photo is, I mean, the best video is when um, he sings to her and she holds the microphone and it's really oh, good. Is it the all by myself oh, song? Yeah. All by myself. I fucks heavy with old school Celine Dion. Is that a power of love? Nope, I'm not going to say it. Anyways. Is that a what? Nothing. <laughs> it wasn't a sexual no, thing. I didn't know that was Celine Dion. <laughs> Who did you think it was? I had no idea. <laughs> she was trying to come for me. She was trying to come for no, me too. She's like, is that Celine? No, I wasn't questioning you. I honestly did not know. I did not know that was a Celine yeah. Dion song. Anyways, hi. Yes, yeah, she's such a banger back in the day. She was And lit. this has been Jordan Knows. Thank you. What's a Star Wars? <laughs> what the devil is a Garfield? <laughs> Wait, why is Aladdin on here? Why is Aladdin on this list? Because they started casting for it or announced casting. And what? I, you didn't yeah, know that? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. But I need, I need clarification. Or their okay. casting call. I wait, should say. Wait, are they doing? The, are they doing the genie movie, or is this Aladdin? This we is don't Aladdin. know. It is Disney that put the casting call out. Guy Ritchie is directing, and they're only asking for Middle Eastern. It's a musical. It's a musical. It's a musical. <laughs> oh God! Hold the horses. Wait, 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 wait. There's a a genie movie. Are you saying that Disney was going to make well, a genie movie? I, I think. Yes, and I think it got scrapped, thank God. But I think the success of Beauty and the Beast has caused them to be like, fuck like these maleficent type reimaginings. Let's just go for like the straight good good. Wow, they're already gonna start filming Aladdin this summer. Yeah. That what the what, dude? That means that this film's production cycles like super fast. What? Yeah, uh, do you think they're gonna get Alan Menken to work on it then? I he has to. There's no way you you can't do Aladdin without Menken. Do you think there's there's gonna be probably some good fight scenes if Guy Ritchie is Guy? Who is he? He did like Man from Uncle and like Sherlock Holmes, the one with that one guy everyone likes, um, Iron Man. And has he done any musicals? Uh, I oh, did he do you... Sherlock Holmes? did uh what is i'm looking up is his name guy or is that like guy a no guy, guy. No, his name is guy 
Oh. <laughs> he used to be married to Madonna, remember? Mm-hmm. That's why I knew him. He's the guy from My Baby Has a Secret. Well, he is doing a live action. Mu- he did say it's an energized musical, which I already have high hopes for. So I think, and I think Alan Menken would want to work on it, especially with the, the, you know, success of guy Beauty and the Beast. Is lining up to direct a live action take on Aladdin for Disney. Furthermore, the size of many of the musical elements from the film will be carried over into the live action version. Richie, who made a name for himself directing such oh stupid freaking advertisement, overtook the whole screen. Don't you just hate that? Wah, okay, okay, wah. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Reports a uh, have a non-linear le- narrative element. What? Hmm. Aladdin will have a non-linear narrative element. I don't like that. What the fuck does that even mean? It means that the story can hop around. Aladdin can be like at the end of the film, telling you how the beginning of the film happened. And then you might be one. Wa- yep, that's me. Yeah. you might be yeah, wondering like how I got here. <laughs> yeah, that is awesome. I love it. Give it to me. Although it sounds as though the live-action Aladdin will remain largely faithful to its animated predecessor oh, hell in yeah. other respects. Oh, better. Well, I'm excited. Well, here's the thing. So that's that. But let's get to the real shit that I want to talk about, which is Mulan. Which is you want to rip up Mulan, and I love it. You you're excited for this movie? No, it's gonna be flaming hot shit. Why would they be, especially with the success of Beauty and the Beast, and that people are like, yeah, we like the musical adaptation that you're staying true to it, but like shaking it up a little bit. Like we don't totally love this Maleficent stuff or Alice. Let's talk about how the entire production team is like white, except for um, uh, what's his, what is his name? Uh, the Bill guy, Bill Kong, who you know he produced. But he's just the producer. He's not like the screenwriter's not the screenwriter's white, the other screenplay writer's white, and the director's a white woman. It's like what? And the script that they're doing it on is based on a script where, like... Oh, the white guy script. It's the white guy. She, like, falls in love with the white guy. It's, like, very Last Samurai. So it doesn't make sense. And the only reason, like, the biggest reason we're pointing this out is because they're going on this thing where they're like, we are not doing music. Uh, Captain Mm -hmm. Shang is not going to be in this movie. It's going to be a freaking Mushu is not going to be in it. Mushu, it's like, it's like, like that—that's the part that pisses me Disney. off the most. Like you own the Disney Mulan version. If this is what you're going for, why do it? If you have, it's like you don't have the rights to Mulan from Disney. And you know, Disney is saying it's you know most like you know it's because of the Chinese audience. But here's the thing: like you have a lot better relationship with China, and I still feel like you could make. The musical. That's true, but they are they are working in tandem with the Chinese government on this film, apparently, which is. Also but cool. I, I just feel like at the same time, like I feel like they could appease both audiences or they could keep a little bit of that humor, um, American humor. Or, you know what I mean? Like I feel like there's a happy medium or keeping somehow keeping the music, maybe doing a Jungle Book style. I don't think they have the right people for the project, so I think it's going to be poo poo. Well, they they went after like a lot of famous Chinese directors. But um, if they didn't want to go for it, why didn't Disney just change it so they could go for but it? But I'm just saying, I think there'd be a lot of, like, up-and-coming, like, Asian-American or Asian directors. because There aren't, all right? Because who they pick... Not there. Is not... It doesn't make sense. It's stupid. I think it's a mistake. I don't think... I think it's an excuse. There's... Sony is already producing an in-production of a 
of a movie that's, you know, basically going to be the same thing, but I'm not excited for it. How the hell are you going to skip out on reflection and I'll make a man out of you, dude? Mm-hmm. I'll make a man out of you. Li- it's Li- like, Shang and it's Mushu. one of those weird classics where it's like Mulan may not be the most highest grossing of the animated classics, but you go anywhere and you say, let's get down to business. And nine out of ten times people are going to respond with to defeat the Huns. And I'm not saying that it didn't have its problems or it wasn't, like, a movie that was made for American audiences with, like, using Chinese culture or whatever. But, like, they could fix that. They could marry the ideas together and make something All I know is that Ming-Na Wen better be in this movie because she voiced the original Mulan and she's still badass. I don't think they're going to do anything. They're not paying respects to anything with the original music or She better be in this movie. Mushu's not going to be in it. Li Shang's not going to be in it. Ming-Na Wen could be like a warrior in it or something because like she's she's still a badass. She's on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and she kicks ass. They're not going to do anything. They're like, fuck it. What's what's the point, Disney? If you have all the rights to this shit, like a wet dream of anyone would To make money, of course. They want that Chinese money. They want that good guap. Yeah, they're dumb. And especially what they've done in the past to get the Chinese market. It's kind of like, oh, I don't well, care. Well, I learned something new today because I did not know Aladdin was happening that quickly. Yeah. I knew that it was in the, I knew that it was in the, like, mindscape. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. Oh. What God. was that? Huh? That was my dad. I oh, my gosh. That scared me. Offended. Scared me awake. And I will not work under these conditions. <laughs> oh, my God. So yeah, Sorry, so I've we got some FX's feud. We got some good news with Aladdin, but we got some yeah, dude. I didn't know that was so far along. Like, so, what the heck? So that's great because we're getting you know what we want there as far you as you don't think they'll cast a white boy with a tan as Aladdin, do you? No, no, they just they, on the casting call it says these act these characters are Middle Eastern, so they're only they're only seeing Middle Eastern actors. Oh, I can't wait for the hunk of man they're going to choose for Aladdin. So all the characters are going to be Middle East. I mean, I mean, not saying that Disney couldn't fuck up, but... Hey, so we're going to end the episode right now. Thank so... you for joining us. <laughs> I am Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, she persisted. <laughs> and this has been a Senate court hearing. <laughs> <laughs> On this journey today, hey, it's I hope me. You learn something. <laughs> it's me, your your friend. Here's how Bernie can still win. <laughs> I need you all to pray to Jill Stein's energizing crystal so we can get rid of this bad energy in America. Thank um, you. No, this is our movie, um, kind of quickie ooh, episode, um, movie <laughs> special. Oh, good magic. It was fun. We had a lot of laughs. We had a little goofs. Yeah. Wow, I really like that Courtney just went to the bathroom or something again. She may have a kidney stone. I'm not worried. <laughs> My name is um, G-A-S-T. I think there's another T, but I just realized oh, that, that I'm illiterate and I never heard how to spell it out loud. Jordan. I was Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> You're Elizabeth. Who's Courtney?
Did you know that the Christina Aguilera music video for that, that was shot in the 90s, yeah, was shot Epcot. at the Epcot Center? <laughs> I want to, re- I kind of high key want to recreate it. We should do it. Can that be one of our goals when we come? We'll just re. Like... Oh, I can't wait, dude. 2025 is going to be so lit. Now.